Here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain. I would like to thank my supporters over at patreon.com slash bsmpod for supporting me and what I'm doing. I am very, very pleased to introduce another member of the Melee community who I'm very excited to have on. We have Fives, someone who you can watch over at twitch.tv slash Fives674. Link in the description below. You know all that jazz. Fives, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. So we are common acquaintances on the Fire Nation Discord, one of the best, most mm -hmm. amazing Discord servers on the planet. I think that anyone who plays Melee is automatically a little bit cooler, but then when someone like you, you reach out and you say, can I come on the podcast? I already knew you from the Fire Nation Discord, so I thought, that's just like a no-brainer. I mean, that's like, that's like a double vouch sort of a thing. So I appreciate you reaching out and for being here recording with me really awesome so to to start off i always love hearing about origin stories and that sort of thing so i think the obvious the obvious uh the uh, well actually no see we have listeners too there's not just viewers there are listeners we have people who might be seeing this and going fives you don't look like you're about jesse's age i mean if you want to yeah, say that you're know. 26 you you can go on and say that and but you're you're probably about as old as melee i'll just leave it at that so how did you get into no, melee? not even <laughs> not even but um pretty much the way i got into melee i had basically always played smash since when i was like seven we had a wii we played brawl nice uh, and i played ultimate like when we got a switch like on christmas when it came out we got it we played Ultimate a bunch, and then um, it was COVID. There was no, um, and Ultimate Online was terrible. And then pretty much I saw like Hungrybox, and like he was making Ultimate videos. So I got into Hungrybox's channel through Ultimate, and then I saw the Hungrybox documentary by Amplemon, and then that really got me into it. And then I watched the Smash doc, and then like Mango and everything. It was just. And then joining all the discords and playing the game is really fun. That's Isn't it interesting that some of the more influential pieces of Smash documentaries out there, the Smash Doc and M. Plemons documentary in particular, both being, they're really good at painting Mango in a not-so-great light, right? Because when I <laughs> yeah, first yeah. watched the Smash documentary, this was back in 2013 when it came out, and I was like, this Mango guy's a jerk. <laughs> and then, of course, <laughs> yeah, I get more into Melee, and I go, oh, Mango's awesome. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But I, I think that, was, that for you, it's the same way, right? Yeah, yeah, it was the same. I watched the Implement doc and I was like, oh man, I don't like Mango. He, <laughs> he's mean to Hungrybox. And then, and then I got more into it and I was like, oh fuck, I like Mango. <laughs> I love that because I think, I think something to, to sort of paint a big enough funneling kind of an idea if you create something super, super specific for Melee, like this podcast, for instance, this will never get 7 million views like the Amp Lemon doc has. 7 million is an staggeringly high number, by the way. That's awesome. So good for that. It, I, I know that it's brought people like you in, so that's really cool. Yeah. So always great seeing Melee having like big numbers, you know? Big numbers, yes, exactly. But then it's it's through a variety of different ways today in the modern era, if you will. There's the Slippy Kids, and then there's people who've watched documentaries like M. Plemons' documentary on Hungrybox. And then there is the, I would say, just like the overall discourse on the internet where maybe it's Team Akania putting out Wolf and then Diddy Kong and then, what was the other character? Charizard. Charizard. And yeah, they released Diddy and Charizard at the same time. And then what about the controller people who are all like, oh, okay, so now there are different controller options for this really, really old game where I don't have a GameCube. I don't even have a GameCube controller. What do I use? Well, you could use an Xbox controller or a PS1 controller theoretically, but what about the box style the, controller or a fight I stick? I mean, option, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I think if you don't have a controller, the best option would be keyboard and then transition to a, I, well, either just buy a controller or a keyboard and then transition to boxer frame one. So what was it like for you? Because you say, okay, Melee's cool, but I can't play it with my Switch Joy-Cons or a Pro Controller. No. So what did you, how'd you do that? This is what I started on. It's a USB controller. It's, it's kind of fucked up. The sticks have <laughs> oh. both fallen oh. off. <laughs> um, See, so yeah, I got a GameCube controller and adapter. Like the, because I started like last 
not not last December, but December of like 2020. Yeah. And I asked for a controller for Christmas and an adapter. I got that. So I was on controller for like a few months and my hands started hurting. I thought, oh, that's that's not good. So I started waiting on frame one to open their to, to open their stuff or to open pre-orders, right? And then after like a few weeks, I realized, wait a minute, this isn't gonna happen. And it still hasn't happened, like what, like like a year or so later? Yeah, yeah there actually is an announcement in the Frame 1 Discord. <laughs> they will be bringing it to pre-order on February 19th. And you better believe I will be sitting at my computer at attention just being like, I want the Frame <laughs> 1. Yeah, yeah, it's a really great controller. But yeah, so at that, I was just like, okay, fuck it, I got a box, and then... It, it took so long to come. I, I played on keyboard for a long time while I was waiting for it to come, so I already got the muscle memory and the knowing where the buttons are. So what was it, a big transition to get into the box after you were used to playing on a keyboard, or did it feel pretty it, natural? It was very natural. It was not a big transition at all. From From controller to keyboard was pretty big, but the way I did that is by playing Smash Flash. I just played against a level 9 Smash Flash CPU on keyboard. And then after a while of that, I played Melee and then slowly got better at Melee. They're still bad, but I was still bad. And then, and then the box finally came and it just, the hardest thing to learn was the angles and that only took a couple of days. I watched this, <laughs> I watched this video by somebody. They made this, I think, in the middle of 2020 or the end of 2020. It's, it's, the video is a couple of years old, but it's someone with a piece of paper drawing the entire, the entire stick, theoretical stick, and saying you press this button and this M1 or M2 to do this angle. And as you can see, it's pretty, pretty simple, pretty logical, and he's going over so many angles, and my brain hurts, and I thought, I really need to stop watching these videos when I don't even have a box in the first place. And I haven't even tried the keyboard thing yet, mainly because... And I think this is already obvious to anyone who's watching. My laptop is no good. I need an actual computer. So that, that's on the list. But for you, you have a computer that seems to be doing the job. You have the box. Now you're all set up. So if this is the middle of 2021 when you finally got your box and you say, now I have everything that I want to be able to play the game, how do you, how do you find yourself having the most fun with the game is it because you're streaming or is it because you're entering in events is it because of the discord service that you're getting into like where would you say the melee sweet spot was and is for you i think um i have the most fun playing melee like in the middle of a tournament like like in an in-person tournament after i'm already out and i'm warmed up and i'm just playing friendlies and just talking to people that's the most fun of melee i have so you were able to go to a few in-person events in 2021 after the whole the after everybody gets vaxxed up and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's very cool. There's going to be one next week. It's all, it's great. There's like two weeklies. Pretty cool. Oh, you're living in an area that has more than just the one weekly in Lancaster, which is where I am in Pennsylvania. There is no official weekly happening right now, mainly because of. The turn, the TO, he's just taking a bit of a break on top of the Omicron thing. So I don't, I mean, I hope we're getting back soon, but I don't, I'm not the one in charge of making that decision. So we, we were going pretty regularly in the fall before the Omicron stuff shut it down. And it was so much fun to go to the locals. And like you said, I think once the pressure of the tournament is off, I, I agree with you. Playing friendlies after that is really good. You can just feel like, you're playing good melee and you're getting to know everybody. That was important for me because I was very new. I, I didn't know anybody prior to the pandemic. I was getting into melee around the same time as you. So that's really cool to hear. It's awesome. Yeah. So if you are playing on the box and you're around people who I'm sure, I'm sure these people had been around long before the pandemic, long before the box became super popular. What are they saying to you? Are they going, Oh, oh here comes the box kid. Cheating. <laughs> yeah, they, they say they say it's cheating. It's I think my city, the city I live in, is one of the worst when it comes to that. But like, I don't know. I, I think obviously it has some advantages, advantages like with SDI and like the no travel time. But like, I still want to be able to play the game and like, yeah. I 
I think it's necessary for it to be not banned. It's not broken. It's only a little bit better. I would say, from what I can tell, there are advantages and disadvantages, and I think that the ceiling is a little bit higher for the box compared to the ceiling for a GameCube controller, but what I was really hoping would happen would be the Panda controller sort of equalizing that theory yeah. because it's a universal, very customizable controller right out of the box, but it's not going to happen for a while, so I just go That's... back to being sad. Yeah, that sucks. I was looking forward to the Panda controller because, like, people were, like, going to buy them because they were so, like, accessible. It was going to be cool, like, getting to see them and stuff. But I actually don't think the box has a higher ceiling. I think it has a lower ceiling, actually, because of the nerfs. Because, like, for example, SDI, you think on a GameCube controller, it's unlimited. Or it's not necessarily unlimited, but you can get, a, like, three inputs if you're fast enough or yeah. if you're in if you're precise enough with the box it's limited at two you can't get two or you can't get more than two inputs or with the max wave dash if you're good enough on controller you can get a long wave dash but on box it's limited to 30.5 right there's only three there's the long one the medium one the short one but there mm -hmm. are thousands of angles literally for an analog stick so mm -hmm. theoretically if you're notched that helps and also if you practice enough you have good wave dashes but i think Everybody sort of can compare the box to the controller and they can say and when in when in a tournament environment, when you are under pressure or when you've played for a lot that day and now you're starting to play shaky, the box will help you stay afloat to a certain skill level as compared to severely suffering underneath different kind of circumstances that make your hands play tired. So I think people have kind of a point there, but I'm more interested to hear what you would say about the frame one box controller or the hitbox box controller. You're not an owner oh, of either yeah. of those as far as I know, but that, they don't have those SDI nerfs, do they? They can okay, have three is, plus inputs. Okay. Yeah, the frame one. Okay, so I don't have a, hit, what's it called? A smash box. I don't have a Oh yeah, one. the smash box. Yep. The, so the, um, the frame one has no SDI. Uh, nerf and it ha doesn't have pivot up tilts and pivot down tilt nerfs. Mm. With the box, you're locked out. After you pivot, you're locked out of up and down tilt. With frame one, you can do it. So I think it's so busted. You can get three yeah. SDI inputs and you can get pivot down tilts and pivot up tilts. And that's just for frame one. You want it? So the the Smashbox has an angle customizer. I'm pretty sure I might be wrong about some of the stuff I'm saying, but what I think I'm pretty sure. The Smashbox has an angle customizer, so you can get shield drop straight down, and you can get max wave dash, and it already doesn't have the SDI nerfs. I think that's ridiculous. Ultra, ultra dummy busted. Yeah. Okay, so this is a question that I want you to take your time on. One, because I just realized I'm mirrored. Two, because I think that this is a real question that a lot of people have to deal with when they become box players. Why... Is there so much pressure for you to be an expert in all of this and for you to, to defend yourself? Do you hate having to constantly do this online and in person? Yeah, I think it's kind of definitely annoying having to know why the box is not completely broken. Because it's like, I think the people saying that it is broken should know. And like, they have points, but it's, I think it's just annoying constantly having to like say no it's not broken it's not busted it's only a little bit better and like yeah i feel like just in general it's considered to be better i don't see them banning it which i'm glad but yeah it's kind of annoying Let's say that somebody wins a high-profile tournament like a Summit using the box-style controller. I think that sort of opens Pandora box. And the reason why I think that's a real thing is because... Do you remember all of the Fox on Final Destination discourse against Marth? And then Mango gets those oh, two yeah. games on Final Destination versus Zane, And that kind of quiets yeah. down. Then IBDW beats Zane on FD on the first counterpick. And it goes down even more. I, I know mm -hmm. that... 
leading by the the top level players is not always super super fun because it's a meritocracy we live in a meritocracy but still i know that that helps to drive a lot of discourse and so i feel like what everyone's waiting for for the anti-boxers of the world they're waiting for somebody to win with a box style controller even worse yeah. if it would be somebody <laughs> If it would be somebody in like a last stock situation getting a ridiculous SDI or whatever and then yeah. winning after that, I think that would really warm it up to the level of like ICs and whether or not wobbling should be a thing. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, yeah. That that's definitely a thing. Like Melee already like has crazy recency bias. If you look at the tier list, like sometimes they have Marth first because Zane's doing good and then Mango beats Zane and Fox is first again. It's like <laughs> okay <laughs> and then like you already see some of that at summit you know when tyler swift was playing against leffen he was getting that sdi on those up airs but like people doesn't pikachu already have a thing with his like ecb where he's like where he like gets out of it easier swift is also using a a box with the sdi nerfs so mm -hmm. Theoretically, if he were able to play that well on a controller, it would almost be even easier for him to do that in particular. But that's well, neither here, that's neither here nor there. <clears throat> I I agree with you. I think it was more of IBDW getting onto the couch and being like, "This is just ridiculous. It's just broken." And then <laughs> everybody goes, "Well, yeah, yeah, that mm, mm, that does sound yeah, sure." And then Leffen reverse yeah. three O's Swift anyway. So why are we talking about it according to those standards? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Box SDI is definitely better because it's like easier to consistently get the two inputs. It's just impossible to get more than that. But it's definitely not because you can't limit it to one because then you can only get one SDI input and that's terrible. Yeah, but I don't know. It's it's weird. I think you just have to like live with the fact that Box SDI is a little bit better. When did you decide that you wanted to continue to do all of this, mess around with all this? Because there's a certain time period where you can be really into something that might last six months or 12 months. But I think that you're you're sort of angling more towards long-term. Maybe that changes when you go to the next phase of your life or whatever, whatever. But it seems like you're interested in playing Melee for a little while yet. So what keeps you going? Uh, what basically, what keeps me going is just how fun the game is. And then that on top of um, the community and just like all like going to a local and just seeing all my friends and just having a fun time. That, that's just the most fun. So it's the game being fun. It's the community being fun. That's awesome because I think that's the best circumstance you could ask for because some people play because they love the community, even if they've fallen out of love with the game itself. Those are yeah. TOs most Those... of the time, but <laughs> yeah, they, they keep doing it. And I really appreciate it when TOs continue to carry us. So thank oh. you to TOs. But I was, dude, TOs, there's this TO in, in my city, Pichihin. He's like greatest TO of all time. He's so good. He TO'd at like low tide and he does all the weeklies on Tuesdays. He's great. Shout outs to Peachy Keen. Oh, I love hearing that. You know who your TO is. You know that that this person is keeping it going. So I like that fives. You uh, you say thank you every time you leave the venue. I know I do that. I always feel silly, but I'm like, thanks, Jay. No, I, I don't do that. I probably should do that. <laughs> no, there's another TO. He's Palpa. He TOs the ones on Fridays. I have heard Palpa. So Palpa yeah. is a puff player? Mm -hmm. he's very good at the game he's like yeah sorry i was gonna say shout out to brentos brentos loves palpa because that must be it must be texas texas boy i know brentos is a texas boy he loves mm -hmm. albert palpa anybody from texas brentos is a big fan of so shout out to palpa mm -hmm. shout outs to brentos albert say that again uh, i wish albert would come to locals because mm. um at low tide he said, oh, we'll come to the next one. Oh, no. <laughs> he didn't come to the next one. Um, yeah, he commentated an online local one time. It was fun. Yeah. So Ryobeat up in New York City has a really good habit of getting out New York City good players every now and again. Not always people like IBDW, but can at least draw out a lot of New Jersey's and New York's finest and 
get them either to the online nightclub or the IRL nightclub, and that's really, really cool. Would you say, if you care to comment on this or not, would you say that that is easily replicable? Is that easily replicable, or is it hard because of the reality of what it is? It is very hard. It's only Ryobeat seemingly who can get top players or high-level players to attend locals. I think it's hard because Albert's fucking lazy. Well, no, also said... playing Valorant, like, nonstop, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know much about him. I just know that on Twitter he said that the reason he doesn't go to locals is because he's too lazy to drive. <laughs> That's some top yeah. player privilege right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. But, yeah. I just think it's... waiting for yeah, someone it's... to say I'm the best in Texas or something. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't think that has to do with it because Palpo beat Albert when they played at low tide and Palpo's at the locals. So if he, I think if that was the motivation for him coming to locals, he would have came by now. Okay, also, so I think... if it's not money and it's not Valorant and it's laziness and just, hmm, well... You have plenty yeah. of good players, it sounds like, otherwise, though. I mean, you're not yeah, able definitely. to take first in, in any of the locals that you're attending, are you? No, no way. I always uh, I always hope I do well in Redemption. But then not so much in the in the first, like, the main bracket. You get to play against no. someone like Palpa in the first round and go, okay, okay. I usually don't. Palpa doesn't usually enter because he's TOing. Oh, okay. But, yeah. I definitely do play. I, I definitely get fucked at locals. Okay, but you're not getting you're not getting messed over around too much at the only noobs event. I saw that you placed third. Little tweet that went out. You placed third at the last yeah. only noobs. That was that was last night. We're talking on Friday. That was last night. Congrats! And Thank how you. did you feel about your performance? I think the way I was beating. I think I'm I'm happy with how I placed. But I'm, I think if I wanted to win, I would have to have played differently. Because the way I was beating people is I was just spamming tech skill and just like, just punish game. And that's how I was winning. Just having a better punish game and just hitting them with more short hop nares. But, and just being faster. But then like the minute they like matched me on that, I just fell apart and lost neutral a bunch. Do you particularly like the idea of improving at neutral, or is tech skill more appealing because all you have to do is press buttons? Skill is definitely more appealing because it's easier, and neutral is like how the how how do you even get better at that? Like, I, you have to like watch vods. It's harder. Have you ever watched the somebody narrated a very long post by Law? Did you watch that? Yeah. Yeah, I watched that. It's beautiful. I said it was Stephen Fry, but it wasn't actually Stephen Fry. <laughs> it, it was beautiful. It was immaculate. Mm-hmm. I've watched that, I think, two times now, like, while paying attention and being like, yes, yes. But then I also forget everything that I heard, like, 30 minutes after I'm done watching the video, so what do I know? But that would be one thing that I tell myself is, I don't know my character enough. I don't know their character enough. How can I play Nooch? And then get messed up anyway. Yeah. I watched that one time, but I was like playing Melee. I don't think I was paying attention. (laughs) Yep. Definitely fair. So then the way that I think about neutral is I just think about what they're going to be doing based off of what I've seen before. It's really hard to always be cognizant of that when I am having a hard time controlling what my character is doing and knowing exactly what they're looking for. But I think it does get easier once you sort of know all the situations. It's just that better players will throw new things at you because they know they can, because they sort of know this is the base level, so I just have to go here or as high as I need to in order to throw something that's not familiar or off a of rhythm. And it's yeah. just crazy how many different things you can do to mix up in Melee. That's why it stays as amazing as it is, because Melee feels like it gets remixed every couple of years or so in the in the like the top level metagame. I think that goes all the way down to beginner players. hmm Yeah, definitely. Like the top level changes like so much. Like like now we're it, they call them eras, right? Because it just of how much it changes. It's like uh, Hungry Box for like a couple of years, he was the best. The Five Gods, they were the best, and now it's like Mango Zane and IBW, 
yeah it's i think melee is really cool like that do you like the current era of having Mango and Zane clash one or two times a year and that's our top level melee? Because I think a lot of doc kids would see, they would see 20 or so majors where there'd be high level players like Mango and Zane frequently meeting each other in grand finals. And that yeah. sounds like a fever dream to me. I know that we see a lot of good melee because everybody's gotten better, but in that time, I think the reason why the era of the five gods sold so well is because they would all be at like like countless tournaments every year, like in 2013, 14, 15, just like frequently crashing and butting heads. And like all of those were high profile events. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely wish they played more because now it's like if Mango loses, it's like, ah, oh, <laughs> that's that's like it for the next few months. <laughs> but Yes. But then when he wins, it's like, oh, yeah, Mango won, and he's the best for a couple of months. Yeah. And then a whole year goes by. It sucks. It, somebody yeah. was comparing this to the Dark Ages in the sense that we can't have super big tournaments because of the pandemic, so we can do summits fairly reliably without worry about big breakouts. And this spring, there are a lot of big events that are lined up to hopefully go off without a hitch, and when it gets to that time, we'll see how it goes. But if it goes well it would be the first time in over two years that all these events are happening sort of like back to back to back, you know, like Genesis going into double down, wait, or the other way around double down, going into Genesis, going into pound, all of that happening within about a month that so if it happens that way, I will be so happy. Fives. I will be, be so happy, dude. dude I, I love watching tournaments, especially if like my favorite players are in them. It's awesome. So you play Fox, right? Sound like you play Fox? Yeah, who do you play? Yeah, I play Falco. Oh, nice, nice. I think that in a crew battle sense, though, and we'll get to this, but I think I'm probably going to play Fox just because I know I'm not good enough. So if I do runaway laser, maybe I'll make somebody <laughs> mad. <laughs> and then they'll just like chase after you and run into stuff. Hopefully. I don't, I don't know. My tech skill is very minimal. So hopefully I'll just make somebody mad. <laughs> <laughs> They make them so play bad against win. the next person. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So you said you like watching high-level melee. You said you like watching your favorite players compete in the tournament. And even if Hungrybox was initially a, a favorite of yours, we all go through that period of time where we realize, oh, Hungrybox is like, like purposefully showy. I don't know if I like that anymore. Oh, you know what? I'm just kidding. I like it. The thought process that I just described can either take six months or it can take a year or it can take five minutes. That's the beauty of Hungrybox. But who are your favorite players to watch? Oh, uh, yeah. My favorite play Oh, I have a funny story about Hbox, actually. Oh, you got an Hbox so story. Much, Let's go. So pretty much um, before any of this happened, I had tweeted. I was watching like this video about like over the summer, all the Smash allegations and stuff. So I, I tweeted, oh, why is every Smash player such a piece of shit? And then I, uh, and then I went into HBox's stream, right? I had just watched him play hacks and he lost 3 0. So I said, and then in the next stream, he was streaming an ultimate tournament. So I said, oh, if you're going to play ultimate all week, don't get sad when you get 3 0'd by hacks. Ooh. Ooh. And then he said, he, he said, <clears throat> fives, what's, what's the best placement you've had at a tournament? Or have you never made it out of pools? And then he blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and then after he bans you, he probably said to the stream something to the effect of, press F for fives. Never going to see him <laughs> in my chat again. Press F for the no, one. Man. Press F for the I'm run. Actually, I'm actually not banned in his chat, just blocked on Twitter. What? Wait, what? What? I don't know. No, you... I think he looked at the tweet later and saw, uh... like, oh, he's that guy. And then... I'm not sure, though. Uh, I have an alt account. Hungrybox works in mysterious ways. You trash talk him directly to his face on Twitch, but he blocks you on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, works in mysterious yeah. ways. Yeah, I like Hungrybox. Oh, I, I love Hungrybox. I just yeah. I don't know what I would ever do if I were to meet him either on a Discord call like this or if it would be in person. I would probably say, oh, hey, I'm Cypher. It's really cool to meet you. I'm a big fan. And he'd be like, yeah, you are. And then move on. And I'd, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, sure. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> no, I'm worried if I met Hungrybox, he'd be like, wait, fives? <laughs> and he'd like, remember. Where's the pool, Captain? 
I'm playing it's against a... somebody that I blocked on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. The next low tide, no, low tier, low tide. Yes, low tide. the next low, low tide, tide city. Again. I mean, you'll be trying to get to that, right? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm definitely going. Unless it gets canceled or I get COVID or something. Like, unless right. something gets in the way of that, I'm planning on going. Woohoo, woohoo. So yeah. my big event that I will hopefully be able to go to based off of uh based off of proximity would be would be pound at the end of April. Yeah, the end of April. So hopefully I'll be able to go to that. That's only an hour and a half away. So even if I just go down for Sunday for like watching top eight in person, that'd be pretty cool. It just happens to be the weekend after Genesis, so that'll be tricky. But oh, are you gonna be trying yeah. to go to any big tournaments in the spring or are you just waiting for low tide city in the summer? Yeah, I can't I can't travel out of state, and uh, I live like an hour or thirty minutes away from the venue at low tide. I was there last year, so it's just like, I, I it's just the most convenient, right? And I'm really glad that there are big tournaments, not just purely in California and strangely Virginia of all places. I know MDVA is a strong region, and there's a lot of Smashers that grew up or got really good in the in the mdva area it's just weird to me that smash con of all things when you think of a con, con you it? think of california or san diego but no we're in chantilly virginia yeah that's weird isn't zane from isn't zane from mdva virginia tech yeah, yeah. so a lot of history here you know chilling and the rest of the east coast boys uh husband and wife and wasn't wasn't neo from somewhere in this area yeah and as in and i already mentioned children so you know history here for sure but i'm hoping that i can get to pound hoping that you can make it to low tide city so those are the plans for that so i wanted to ask you to to start off the topic of the fire nation discord i wanted to ask you what do you prefer on your pizza as a topping? Oh, I just eat cheese pizza. And if there's no cheese pizza, I go for pepperoni. What is it about cheese pizza? Just being the pure art form. No, <laughs> no extra dressing. No fanatical like ideas of putting on bell peppers or anything like that. You just go, just give me the cheese. What is it about that you like? Um, it's because... When I was younger, I would always just eat cheese because I didn't. I was a very picky eater, and I just kind of stuck with cheese pizza. I was very, very picky eater as well. When I first started out in my eating career, I would really <laughs> only eat Kraft macaroni and cheese and peanut butter sandwiches and maybe yeah. an apple, and that was it for literally three years. No, I, I would eat uh, burgers and peanut butter honey sandwiches. <laughs> Oh yes, Fr Not French fries from McDonald's. Shout outs to McDonald's French fries. That that was a lot of my starch as a kid. I've actually never had McDonald's fries. <sighs> How is that even possible, dude? Where did you Where do you go? I, do you just go to Burger King? Are you one of those people? I go to Whataburger. Oh, Whataburger. Okay. Yeah, the Texas thing. I'm pretty sure. That's just such a foreign concept to me. I know McDonald's is worldwide. And I know that there's some in Texas that would be bonkers if that was not true. But I'm yeah, just a bunch. I've don't think I've ever met a human who didn't have McDonald's French fries before because even ones who visit the United States make sure to get McDonald's French fries. I don't know. I might have had them once or twice, but I, I can't recall. That's okay. Any time That's I've okay. Had them. I'm over it now. What if you oh ooh, ooh, ooh. what a burger fries, which I've never had because it's They're not great. really up here in PA, would they be good on top of a pizza? No, no fucking way. Oh yeah. I I would I would I could sell myself French fries on top of pizza. You know what? Next time I will try that and I Maybe. will let you know how it goes. I think you could I think you could make it work. But I think it would be like pineapple where it's a very uh controversial thing. <laughs> I don't think I'm breaking as many barriers down as people who put pineapple on pizza are. They, <laughs> it truly requires a special person to like pineapple on pizza. So, but wait, you're on the pineapple crew. That's because initially, when this all started happening, I was saying to Firepuff Twelve that we don't have to ostracize half of the nation by by disrespecting uh, them by yeah. by their pizza choice, their pizza topping choice. Firepuff 12 needed only that and made me a pineapple pushover, yeah. Really? 
See, said, I agree with you, but don't be mean to people for having pineapples on their pizza. Correct. And evil Firepuff 12 made you a pineapple pushover. In his, so, own, in his own view, he's doing the right thing. He can't tolerate anyone who would be supportive of the pineapple pushovers, even a pineapple hater. I just don't hate the person. I only hate the fruit. Right. It's a fruit. Yeah. I actually don't know. I'm sure they're fine. Like, <laughs> I just want to be on the same team. Stop as talking. Firepuff Fire 12. No, oh, he didn't say that. Listening. <laughs> I just want to be on the same team as Firepuff because I think he's cool. <laughs> I can't wait to see him play again. So hopefully I'll be there tomorrow night, playing? Saturday night in the Fire Nation. Oh, Discord. is he going to be there? Huh? Is he going to be on the crew? I mean, I'm hoping that he is. He better be. What, what is all this smack talk without actually showing up? How True. about that, Firepuff well, no, 12? He's going to smack talk, and then he hasn't played in a long-ass time, so he's just going to lose. Mm. You're saying that about your own crew member there, Fives? I don't know. I'm just being honest, man. He would agree with me. Yeah, but you're kind of towing the line a lot here. I don't know. I was going to tell Firepuff 12 I got you on the podcast. Now I'm worried because if he'll see this and he'll get it. Five's been yeah, saying a lot of things that I think is pineapple pushover material. No, I, don't, I don't like pineapples on pizza, and I want to be on the anti-pineapple squad. Wait, the real pizza enjoyers. Yes. I actually named it. He was like, hey, you, any good names? I said real pizza enjoyers. What I really like to have on pizza is a little bit different than what most people would choose because there's marinara sauce, right? That's the primary thing for a typical pizza. I like to throw that out the door, and I like the garlic parmesan sauce that Domino's makes. Chicken and onions and put some hot sauce. You don't eat pizza with tomato sauce? No. I mean, I do, but I prefer the chicken, onion, and hot sauce, white garlic parmesan cheese sauce stuff. And you're and you're talking about how pineapple on pizza requires it. So, well, you say it I don't think I have to defend myself all that hard on this because I do like marinara based pizza. Like, there's not there's not a whole lot of things better in the world than a bacon cheeseburger pizza that requires marinara sauce. It requires the tomato sauce, but. I I don't really go I don't really go too hard in favor of tomato sauce. If somebody says to me, "Pick a pizza," I'm going to pick the chicken with onions, garlic parmesan, white cheese sauce stuff, and just drop the tomato stuff and put hot sauce on top as well. That's my preferred pizza. That's crazy. You haven't tried it I yet, did, Fives. I think neither of us get to talk shit about pizza because you eat that instead of tomato sauce, and I eat cheese pizza. No, you, you're the most. You're the most honorable. You're the OG pizza person oh, in, really? in the room. Oh, so I have the most right to talk shit about pizza. I, I would say so because you're a purist. <laughs> there is no oh, need. There is no need for toppings. I only need the pizza, and everybody goes, "Oh, doesn't even need toppings." Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's like playing without UCF. Oh, <laughs> oh my I don't gosh! Need UCF. What what controller do you use? I use a box. Oh wait, well of course you could <laughs> say you don't need to play with UCF or on or whatever. If you have a box, then you don't need UCF. <laughs> box enjoyers. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Yeah. Oh damn it! I know. I know they like. I know they like hating on your controller, but you gotta you gotta play. Be respectful of the fives because. Without the box controller, your hands hurt more and you like the game less. So I'm glad you're here. Yeah, definitely. My hands haven't been hurting recently. I think that's good. That's a big W for chat. Let's go. Big W for you too. I said chat because I'm not streaming or anything, but just because I, <laughs> I think I got infected by our Hungrybox discourse a little bit earlier. <laughs> so then... With the all the big events that are happening, hopefully in the spring and throughout the rest of the year, you're only planning on going to the ones that are closer to you. And then in the in the future, it's just basically continue as normal until you get to the next phase of life, which is what for you? What's the next big step for you? I don't know, man. Probably get a job. Oh, gosh. Probably finish high school. I don't mm. know. 
Okay, so graduate from high school. That's an easy one to talk about. Do you see yourself continuing to enjoy Melee if, say, you get to a, another school, a college, or university, and there's a Smash Club or what have you, if that's there, are you making a beeline to that? Or do you see yourself saying, I should probably try something new now? As long as there's a way for me to play Melee, I'm going to play Melee. Let's go! And what about Ranked? If when Ranked comes out, are you going to be a rank fiend? That's going to be cool, yeah. And I'm going to like that. I think I'm going to really get excited once I get a computer that I can actually play Slippy on because my computer is... They, they, they don't have a benchmark that's clear for what computer you need, what level it has to be, but mine is not it because it can barely do Diet Melee. And if you have a really? computer have you, that can barely do Diet melee? melee, you got problems. you try Crystal Melee? It's supposed to be like... I have. It Easy. feels the same. Like it's just like uh, this is playable, kind of. Like, and uh, I don't know. I don't games. usually like playing on playable, kind of. I like playing on. Oh, this feels great. And so the locals, IRL locals, I was telling you about earlier. That was great in the fall because I didn't even feel the need to have Slippy. But then now I'm just podcasting about melee and talking about melee, and I haven't actually uh, played the game in a little while, and I'm very sad. <laughs> that's gotta suck. But that's where I am presently. Uh, but I, if I do play in the crew battle tomorrow night, uh, and this was funny, who on was it Petra or Godface or somebody else on the Fire Nation Discord where I said, I will play, I just don't know how good it's going to go. <laughs> they said, I will put you somewhere where your lag-switching powers can truly take over and turn the tide in our favor. So I'm going to be the, the lag-switch anchor oh, player guy. Uh, you shouldn't put you shouldn't play against me because I I think I'm pretty good in lag. Oh okay, you were you <laughs> you merely yeah. adopted the lag. You were born in the lag, molded <laughs> by it. So pretty much, I spent like at least a month trying to get my Ganondorf into Elite Smash. Oh, on Ultimate Online oh. with Spectrum Internet and no uh, Ethernet. Oh, so. Yeah, I think I've gotten used to it. If there's anyone out there who thought that they were good in lag, they heard that, and now they know that Fives is truly the most OG of lag players of all time. Yeah. Dragging a Ganondorf through Wi-Fi to Elite yeah. Smash and Ultimate is such an insane accomplishment. Good for you, yeah, Fives. I finally, I finally got him in like some school break. I don't remember. And when you did, was that pretty much the end of your ultimate career? No, I still like playing offline because I really enjoy the game. Just not competitively. If I was ever to compete in ultimate, there's just so much stuff. Like, I think the biggest thing that annoys me about ultimate is just, first of all, the lack of combos. Like, when you're playing ultimate, you'll have a hit that looks like it goes perfectly into another hit, and then they just air dodge. And I, I hate that. And then the other thing is, like, there's so much cheese and gimmicks with every character, and you have to be ready for it. Like, imagine looking at your bracket and seeing a Bowser Jr. and to a Lucina and to a Joker, Pikachu. Like, there's just so too many characters to get ready for. There are so many characters. There's, like, 89, right? <laughs> like, yeah. That's rough. Okay, so... To break that down, you know, the way that I think of it is sort of the same as you. The combo system, while existent, is sort of a rule-breaking combo system where you need cheese to really extend hits into each other. Meanwhile, it would be so cool if you could consistently get a Marth up air to chain into something, but it doesn't really do that. I've yeah, only seen doesn't. one or two instances where somebody successfully chained an up air into a forward smash or an up smash or something like a like a finisher move, but it was only because of the specific character they were playing against at a specific percent with specific rage. There's just the 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 hit stun is not long enough to make things that make sense in our brains to actually play out. You instead need really weird workarounds to make the comboing work in ultimate and I just do not have uh, the patience for that or the, the, the willpower to slog through online because regardless mm -hmm. of whether or not you yeah. have an Ethernet cable, online sucks for Ultimate. Yeah, it's not great. 
I think the most annoying thing about it for me is that you have to be like, like I like the game still, right? Because it's more than like just combos and stuff, and you can still make stuff work. But I think the biggest thing is like you have to be basically perfect with your combos, and you have to be in the right spot at the right time where it misses, and you have to do the same combo every time, and you can't like mix it up and stuff. So what do you like to do for your stream? We didn't really get a chance to talk about this a whole lot yet. Do you like playing Melee for your stream? I believe the answer is yes, because you were doing that on your latest broadcast. But what's sort of the idea behind just like booting up and letting the whole world come into your chat and be all like, you know, Fives, you I should wish. do this. I'm judging you now. Wait, Fives, Fives. And you're going, okay, wow, hooray for streaming. I kind of wish that happened. I don't usually get a lot of chatters or viewers. But I also don't have a lot of chances to stream, you know, with school and then, like, I, I just don't have a lot of time for it. I'm going to stream this weekend, but um, I think it's just really fun. Just, like, the, I think the more chat messages there are, the more fun I'm having. Because it's like I'm just having a conversation with a bunch of people, and then I'm playing Melee, and then... I'll, I have it set up, like, you know, in uh, mix chat or cat's chat, where you type an exclamation point join, and, it, like, you play with them. Oh, okay, yeah. It, it's really awesome. Yeah, I always like the idea of being a viewer and being like, can I join you on a Discord call? But, of course, you can't say that to somebody like Mango or Hungrybox or even somebody like Justice, who, shout-outs to Justice, another player who you, I'm sure you have to know. You're both in Texas, uh, or very good Fox know. player. Wait, what, what, what? Uh, I don't know, Justin. <gasps> oh, I have clips to send you. This is awesome. Oh, really? This is great. I was going to grab my phone, but it's literally my camera. So that's just going <laughs> to, we'll, you'll have to wait until after we're done. Justice is a supreme. Oh, you will say to yourself after watching Justice clips, I want to be as good at this game as Justice is. Uh, I can't the wait only, for you to see that. The only Texas really good Fox player I really know of is SFOP. It's going to be two. It's about to be two. <laughs> I also Leaf. I'm the Leaf. He's like top 100. He's very good. He beat oh. Kadoran one time, I think, online. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. Was this when yeah. Kadoran has had a bad controller? Because I sort of write off Kadoran's Smash World Tour performance and his Smash Summit 12 performance to the bad controller discourse. But do you remember was, when the Leaf beat Kadoran? It, it was like a year ago. Ooh, let's go, the Leaf. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. He's really good. You gotta watch Palpa versus Albert, and also Palpa versus uh, Kadoran. He didn't beat Kadoran, but it was so close, and he, he it was such a good set. It was this at low, so low tide city? Yeah, it was at low tide. Like all the all the Texas homies were just like in one part in the crowd. And just like every time Palpa would do something cool or he would kill him or Kadoran would SD, we would just all start screaming. It was it was so hype. Uh, that's what I'm really looking forward to when I go to hopefully the first major I'd would be attending would be Pound in a like I said at the end of April. I'm hoping for that sort of experience where I can see somebody in seven one seven, which is the that's the nickname of Lancaster and the rest of Central PA play against somebody ooh, maybe like swift because swift surely will be mm -hmm. at pound that's near his region as well just like going back and forth and then i don't know somebody like mary goes up by one stock and freaking out like i i want that experience quite a bit so i'm mm -hmm. hoping that comes to fruition so yeah. i'm glad you were able to experience that already did did low tide city in a lot of ways sort of cement how you feel about the game and how you feel about the community or did you already feel pretty settled on sticking around long term before that tournament it was both like i don't know when i made the decision that i wanted to play melee for a long time i think it just slowly turned into i'm going to be playing this game for a long time but it, it definitely really helped with that i guess it got me a lot more into the game because it's been 15 ish years since i first knew about the existence of competitive melee and to think that it might finally be this year where i can see competitive melee played on a bigger stage than a local because i went to my first locals last year in 2021 to think that i can finally see that and i'm already this excited about melee 
maybe this will get actually get me to practice more. That would be helpful. It's just hard to do it by myself. I just yeah. do a, 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 yeah, like a 30 minutes of tech skill every now and again, and I'll go, oh, I'm sad. I don't get to play with anybody. <laughs> uh, do you have Uncle Punch? Yes. And Uncle Punch is very cool, but also very, like, again, the computer that I'm working with is not great, and I don't have an infinite amount of money, so. What I would do is, if you can get, like, Diet Melee to work with the 20XX thing. Is that possible? Uh, 20X, I'm not sure, but if it is possible, I would do it if I was you. Because the CPUs on 20XX are, they, they're meant to be, like, humans. Like, they're not humans, but they're... They actually they're, side B with Fox and Falco? Yeah, they're, like, shine you and stuff, and, like... Very cool. They're, like, they're like wave shine you and stuff. It's awesome. That sounds good. I also, you know, shout-outs to Drew. Drew is one of my patrons. We're, we're in the same, like, the almost the same town. We're, like, 15 minutes apart. Drew, I really need to just, like, have you over at some point. I'm just trying to be, trying to... uh do the whole do right by the whole Omicron thing as well. So tricky stuff, but we'll have to do that at some point. So for you, one of the last questions that I have for you is your ultimate goal with Melee. And if you don't want to talk about what the ultimate end goal for you in the game is, what would you say is your current, just like a short-term sort of a thing? Like I want to place this well at a tournament or I want to feel like I can play anyone by this time. Do you have anything like that that you put on the drawing board, if you will? I think, um, I have both goals. I think my ultimate goal is to just be like in the community for a really long time and be friends with a lot of people and just like go to all the locals and just like <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know if I'll end up doing that when I'm old, right? But world like, World Tour Fives, World Tour Fives. Every yeah, every single local, I will be there. <laughs> Even if they're happening at the same time, I'll make it happen. <laughs> but, <laughs> but just yeah. like, just like to be like a long standing community member would be really awesome. And then also my short term goal right now is to be um, a notable player in my city. People will be like, just have people like, oh, that city. Yeah, I know. Fives. He's good. Watch out for fives. Mm hmm. That would be so cool. I mean, how cool would it be if, I don't, I don't know how often you listen to the Melee Stats Waiting for Game podcast, but they shout out players who don't usually get any sort of attention. I don't normally make a habit of shouting out players myself. I just happened to think of Justice while we were talking about Texas players. And for for the Melee Stats people, they know so many players. And so they'll just drop a name I've never heard before. And it'll be a long time until I hear it again. But eventually it comes back around when they have a breakout performance. I know they mentioned Flash before Riptide. And Flash yeah. just ripped the soul out of Ginger. I mean, that was insane. I was oh, losing I my mind good. watching that set and so on and so on. Almost beat Wizrobe. Oh, that was so cool. So let's go I Flash. I watched the Wizzy sets because I like Wizzy. Mm, was he yeah. such a fun player to watch? One thing I wanted to mention that I completely forgot about. Um, during my run at Only Noobs, I was watching the your interview with MKLeo. Oh, like, that's very that cool. On while I was playing. This that, that got you to third only. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, the game, um, one of the games I lost, I had it off. Oh, well, oh. Hey, never mind. We're all the way back in. Should have been playing the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. I would have won if I turned it on. <laughs> I don't know. What'd you think? It's a great. I really like MKLeo. I got to meet him at Low Tide. It was really fun. Like, I, I just think he's he's just like my favorite player. And I like how he just always wins. It's like easy to root for him. And I think he's cool. I really like his Lucina. I wish he played Lucina more. He did not seem to talk super favorably about the character when he brought Lucina up, but that was just like a drive-by mention Lucina moved on sort of thing. But I don't know. You make time for the things you like in life, and if he took more time for Lucina, that would have been better. But I know what you mean. I love how he can pick up just about any character and make them look great, and he even does yeah, that like for Melee. Life, he picked like... up Sheik in Melee, and even if there are people in Reddit who got upset at my 
clickbait title. I did that very intentionally, by the way. What was your so, title? I forgot what it was. No, well, on Reddit, I, I made the title, MKLeo quoted as saying, I was impressed by how good I was at Melee, even though I haven't touched the game in so long. And several people came forward and said, well, I didn't think he was good. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. I did that to make people a little bit molding because... People don't like it when a player who doesn't play the game often or at all, in MK Leo's case, if they say I'm good at the game, they get so mad. Yeah. I mean, that's I why think... Mango gets mad whenever Armada talks about Melee, because instantly yeah. Mango's like, I'm the one who's playing the game. Why are you talking about Shut it? Up. Shut up, Armada. You haven't <laughs> even played. And, I mean, in one sense, that's fair, but also... If you had a career like Armada's and you were somehow forbidden to shut up, or sorry, you were forbidden to talk about it, you had to shut up about it all the time, that would kind of suck. My eternal yeah. reward for being one of the best players of this game is to <laughs> not talk about it. I don't know. It's tricky. Yeah. If you say the meta hasn't changed, I mean, maybe I, that'll yeah, deserve You can still a talk about the game, you just can't talk about, like, oh, the meta hasn't changed. If I came back, it's like, it doesn't matter if you came back. Maybe you're right, but shut up like actually come back you know and he won't that's the that's the thing i feel confident in saying anyone who can stay away from melee longer than a year i mean the chances mm -hmm. go down so hard after that in my opinion like if you can stay away for a solid year that's that's an impressive thing because you know you've heard about these people fives retiring and then in less than a year they're back players like kgh did that, right yes I think that when Armada first retired, it was less than a year because I think he retired after Apex 2012 and then he was back for Evo. I think that's how that worked. I can't remember. I wasn't really involved at the time either, so somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. All right, well, let's go ahead and wrap up then because we've gotten to about an hour and I appreciate your time. You made a lot of time for me today. And we've had a lot of fun conversations, but I want to make sure that the people know where to find you. So when we want more of fives, where shall we go? Um, if you want to see more uh, of me, I guess, uh, just go to my Twitch. I'll be streaming. I don't know when you're going to upload this, but it's like if I say I'll be streaming this weekend and you it, upload it next it's week. It's going up tonight, so yes. Oh, shit. Okay. So I'm going to be streaming this weekend. Unless I forget, but yeah, just go to my Twitch. It'll be in the description. Twitch.tv slash 5674. What is the also, meaning behind 674? Is that an area code? I fucking... It's, fives was taken, so I put in three numbers. Okay, so I was my next guess was going to be, were you born in 674? That Yeah, that's the year I was born. <laughs> Remember hanging out with Jesus? <laughs> Is that, uh, wait, no, 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 because it would have been like, uh, I don't know how years were. Yeah, so uh, it depends on if you were talking about 674 BC or 674 AD. Either way, you would be insanely old, but also mm -hmm. looking as good as ever at the, ten, at the tender young age of like 2,000 years. So good for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fives, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you for continuing to play melee despite the fact that it's it's a game that is older than you and yet you know because of all the cool stuff going on you get to now put your own your your own imprint onto it you get to be the player that potentially becomes the fox box that breaks the game wide open and continues to evolve make everybody want to get better so that they can chase you all of those possibilities are out in front of you it's really cool to consider that but in the meantime more importantly and i loved it i loved hearing you say this i I really do. Hopefully you get to make more friends, more people, meet more people who can both be people that you help and make their lives better. You make their lives better. They make your lives better. Yeah. I'm butchering this, but the point is that you continue to also grow in the community as well. Make the community a better and safer and more fun place, all that fun stuff. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This was really fun. Now I that we're done you, with uh, the... Sorry, uh, what were you saying? Uh, I hope you have uh, locals again. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank you. Appreciate that.